Whenever I do my homily prep during the week, there's always a moment of frustration. I realize that I've read these readings and every possible homily may have been preached. It seems like there's nothing new worth saying. And eventually, just ask the Lord for fresh eyes to read the gospel or whatever reading it is that is sticking out. And when I was reading the gospel today, recognize it seemed like Jesus, at least at first sight, has given a bad analogy for loving one's neighbor. How can this priest and this Levite be held at fault? They are passing by. They are probably going to go do their duties. And they don't know this man's story. He is half dead in a ditch. And if they saw him being beaten by robbers, then certainly, once the robbers left, they would have gone and helped him. But they don't have that luxury. They don't know his story. And still, they're being held accountable for not having followed the law. And that's frustrating until you look at the Good Samaritan, who's the third person to arrive on the scene. And, just like the priest and the Levite, do not know this man's story who is in a ditch, half dead. And so, why does the Lord expect us to fulfill this commandment? The irony is that even though the priest and the Levite do not know the story that is worth knowing, or at least seemingly worth knowing, Jesus is telling us the story that is worth knowing in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Jesus is telling us the story about herself. He is not simply telling, making a moralistic analogy. Because Christ himself is the Good Samaritan. Samaritan is someone who is half pagan, half Jewish. And Christ is fully God and fully man. He is the one who comes down on the side of, of the road where we pass by and sees that we are half dead. He bandages us. He takes us on his own animal. He then brings us to the inn of the church and gives the innkeeper to take care of him until he comes back. That is, we remain within the church until Christ comes back on the last day. It is not necessary for us to know our neighbor's story in order to love them with Christian charity. What is necessary is that we know our own story, that Christ has loved us when we were in a ditch, when we are in the ditch of our own sinfulness, and that we have all been brought into the church by his grace, even though we have been dead in our sin. Now, it's easy to forget this. And that's understandable. Sticking with the analogy, we can very much think that because we've never really experienced Jesus, you know, that perhaps while we've been half dead in our sins, we've been also unconscious. And that we don't really know how we've arrived at the end. We don't really know how we've arrived in the life of the church. And thinking, well... If I've arrived here, then I probably did it by my own effort, 
is wrong thinking. That we've all arrived again. Not a single one of us has picked ourselves up by our bootstraps after being half dead and walked into the church without the Lord's grace. The Lord has put us on his own animal, has bandaged our wounds and brought us into the church. And so why is this an important prerequisite to fulfill the commandment? Because if we don't acknowledge that, then we're not going to be comfortable with our own shame. We are naturally ashamed of our shame. But if we acknowledge that Christ has come into our shame, and that by allowing him to come into our shame, that we have now been grafted into his body, the church, now I can approach the man who I do not know, who is certainly in a shameful position, lying half dead in the ditch, and love him without interviewing him. We could see how Mother Teresa probably did not interview many people before she fed them. She probably just fed them. And that's not because she knows each of their individual stories. It's because she knows the story of Christ. It's because she knows what Christ has done, who Christ is, and who she is in relation to him. And so while we must understand the Lord's uh, love for us and our shame, he does bring us to the inn, he does bring us to the church in order to continue to be healed. And within the church, there's the sacrament of confession in which we disclose shame, but there's also the brotherhood of the body of Christ, in which we should have some relationships in which we disclose shame to one another. Because if we don't, then we will remain ashamed of shame. We will, like the priest and the Levite, see our neighbor broken and walk on the other side because we cannot bear the sight. But the great story that the Lord desires us to know is that in the midst of our shame, recognizing that it is the devil who has robbed us and left us half dead on the side of the road, that we are loved, that we are loved by him, and he desires to spend eternity with us.